0: welcome to the charged life this is brendan Burchard. hey my friend it's brendan and welcome to another special edition of the charged life where we talk about how to master change now if you didn't hear the previous podcast you might also want to download that episode to listen to the context of all of this i'm discussing over the next couple days How do you better navigate and master change, so that you can achieve your goals faster, so you become the person you know you can be, so that you can live the life that you've always wanted to live? All of that requires an understanding of change, personal change, how to change ourselves, our habits, our beliefs, our thoughts, how to expand our boundaries, how to see new possibilities, how to give more, contribute more, be more, all of that change. And if you were with us last episode, I really emphasized this. I said, hey, look, you've got to change this belief that change equals pain because change really equals progress. Change equals character development. Change equals an opportunity to actually contribute more, to be more creative, to have a different type of emotional reality each day. Change is the pathway to our higher self. And so to get there we've got to master a lot of different topics so that's what these sessions are about on how to master change this is all part of the relaunch of my book life's golden ticket it's a story about second chances it's really a story about loss and love and redemption And if you've been under a rock or you're just not on our email list, I'm promoting that book right now and doing this podcast as basically a thank you to all of our listeners, to all of our extraordinary fans and friends out there who've been supporting me and my work. And this was one of the most requested topics I asked, what should I teach as part of this launch? And a lot of people said, just. Man, how do you have that second chance? How do you start anew? How do you change? How do you turn a relationship around? How do you turn a career around? How do you go to that next level in whatever it is that you're doing? Personal change was such a huge topic. I decided to take it on in this special podcast series for you. And if you haven't seen it, please go to lifesgoldenticket.com because if you order the paperback or Kindle version on Amazon right now, we're doing a special where you just go there at lifesgoldenticket.com. There'll be a link for you to go over and get it on paperback or Kindle on Amazon. Then you just go back to that page. You enter your receipt and order number to let us know that you had ordered it. We verify that. And then you get these three big bonuses. You get my new online course called The Four Gates to Lasting Change. It's gonna help you master change over the long term by understanding every time you want to achieve a new goal or reach that next level you have to go through these four fundamental processes psychologically then i also give you my new video on the five lessons i learned writing and relaunching a best-selling book uh this life's golden ticket paperback edition is the 10th anniversary edition of the book and for the first time ever in the back i got the publisher to agree to put in the magical envelope with the golden ticket Uh, if you've never read the book, you have no idea what that means, but it's really, really important to the story. Um, Life's Golden Ticket's a story. That I means like a parable, like the alchemist. Uh, it's it's uh, an adventure that the person goes on to really rediscover themselves. I think you're going to, to love it. I wrote it so it's universally ex- uh, sort of accessible to people all around the world, whether they had any self-help um, or personal development background at all. I know that you'll find a lot of inspiration in the book. So go to lifesgoldenticket.com, and get those two bonuses. The third bonus is is a webinar I did on the five productivity habits of the world's most successful people. You all know that uh, I've been blessed to be called the world's leading high performance coach and in that capacity I get to work with whether it's an Olympic athlete or a Fortune 50 CEO or it's training sessions with an Oprah or an usher. In all of that, I've learned a lot about how people get ahead and what they're like and how to master higher levels of change and how to get more done. That's the five productivity habits of the world's most successful people. It's a new webinar. It's a short one. It's 45 minutes. It's just boom, 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 giving you tactic, 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 you know? And so I think you'll enjoy that. Again, you get all that if you go to lifesgoldenticket.com. I'd appreciate if you all did that. Uh, One, it will really inspire you and give you some awesome bonuses. And two, it supports me and this podcast. As you know, my blog my blockbuster YouTube show, this podcast, and everything I've done in my career, I have never accepted advertising or a sponsorship because I wanted it all to be about you and curriculum that's aligned with your path to that next level. And so it's only in you supporting the books or the online courses or the seminars that I'm able to self-fund this entire endeavor you know, turning away regularly seven-figure offers for sponsorship, you know, but I don't want to be talking about, you know, underwear or cars or mattresses or light bulbs or, you know, yoga pants. I love all that stuff and no judgment to anyone else who has sponsorships like that. I would just rather make my efforts out in the world with you all about you and about your transformations, not about, you know, some secondary products, even if they're cool. Lots of other people do that. That's their thing. My thing is your training your curriculum your development so let's get right to it in this session i want to talk about society's spell society's spell i truly believe that a lot of people are wandering around under the spell of society that is telling them who to be what to do what to focus on how to live their lives And so we've got a culture that has been a little bit hypnotized about how life has to be, about what is truly possible, about how to be educated, about how to break through that next level. And it's so apparent that there's some specific negative messaging in that hypnosis of society that has really impacted a lot of people's lives. You know, if you and I were to meet and I I assessed everything you're doing in your life, and I said to you, hey, you know, I just don't, you know, you're, you're just not good enough at this. And you didn't have a strong reaction to me, like a high level of reaction. Then you're under society's spell. You lost that personal psychological agency, control of your own mind, that would say, hey, you know what? Screw you, dude. <laughs> you know, If you don't feel a need or a psychological uh, um, sort of impulse to defend yourself, to fight for your life, to march to your own drum, that's because you're under society's spell. You let too many people tell you you're not good enough, not smart enough, not pretty enough. Too many people put you down. You let so many situations in life minimize you, that just like in the opening of one of my other books, The Motivation Manifesto, we talk about, you know, we're all born lions, but some people are living as mice. And that's something we have to figure out. Where in your life are you being minimized? More important, where in your life are you allowing yourself to be minimized? You know, society's spell is ultimately about that. And so I'd like to give you three takeaways here in this podcast today. Number one, observe where you are being minimized in life. Where are you being told you're not good enough and you're allowing that to enter your emotions, your identity, the way you live your day? You know, if someone is in your work world or your customers, or your spouse, or somebody you love is constantly putting you down, is that entering your emotional world? Is that entering your actual daily habits? And if it is, by the way, it's not their fault. You can't say, well, you just don't understand. If you're one of those people who constantly say, well, you just understand, Brendan, I've got this spouse, or you don't understand, Brendan, I live in this neighborhood, or you don't understand, Brendan, I didn't have that, please listen to the previous episode last week's episode here on The Charged Life, because you might discover a huge breakthrough for yourself. So let's assume that you've gotten over that, that you don't understand stuff. And now we can be honest and we can do what Eleanor Roosevelt taught us. And that is we can realize that no one has, no one can make us feel any certain way without our permission that over a period of time our emotional landscape is a result of conscious choice, will, and discipline. Not to say that in the short term we can't have emotions that rise. Not to say we can't have bad reactions. Not to say we can't get down. That's That's life, that happens. Negative emotions are not a negative thing. They're a part of life, they're a real thing. But the question is, do you become conscious to those things in a way that you realize you're not gonna allow them to have a negative effect on your ongoing daily habits, your ongoing self-identity, but this happens for a lot of people. You've been told so much you're not good enough. Well, you're not good enough, so I got to let you go today. And you believe that that is about you, the person. Well, you know, there, there, there's, there seems something off about you. I don't know if I can trust you. And you go, oh my gosh, that's about me, the person. Someone says to you, well, you know what? You don't deserve this. You're so lucky. You're so spoiled. And you start to go, oh my gosh, that's about you, the person, me. You internalize their statements that have a you in it when really what they're doing, people are observing behaviors and pattern and what they believe to be your character. So they're identifying it. And so often they're saying stuff like, you're not this, you're not that. Who do you think you are? And what society does over a period of time is it gets us to question our own identity and our identity becomes more formed by our peers and our feedback from our immediate environment that, uh uh-oh, one day we wake up and we realize, who am I? What have I been doing with all these years of my life? And by the way, if any of that resonates, please read Life's Golden Ticket. Because that's what the character is going through. And that's why I'm having this conversation with you. I'm literally taking you through sort of a, a, a behind the scenes of how I was looking at this character's psychology. Because this happens for a lot of people. They wake up and they're 40 or 50 or any birthday with a zero at the end of it. <laughs> and they go, oh my gosh, who am I? What's, what have I been doing? And this is not, this is in no way minimizing anyone for it. Because look, I've worked with some of the world's most influential people. And I can tell you, they have the same thing. You know, especially after a little bit of your time, when you break out of the cage life, you enter that comfortable life where things are a little better, you got the things you need, but then you get that certain level of success and then you're like, what's it all for? Why am I here? What am I doing? If you ever wake up and you're like, who am I really? That just means you've been under society's spell for a while. You've been being directed, you've been being distracted, You've been being deceived. You've been the dupe. And you've been the person who just started believing everything else people say about you. And you lacked that moment of clarity that said this. Oh, I need to consciously design my identity. Not, you know, who am I because of what happened to me in high school or what they said there. Not who am I because my spouse conceives me in a certain way, not who am I because my parents, my peers, my professors, my job, the square hole they've stuffed you into, but today, to consciously design your identity as an adult. This is one of the great shifts in human psychology is to the realization like, I am the person in control of my character. I'm the person who's generating these thoughts. I'm the person who's choosing what to do today. I'm the person who's taking action and it's not to do it in a negative defeatist way because that would be society's spell. Oh, I'm I'm so terrible. My thoughts are so bad. I don't know what to do. No, no. Hey, look, man, you're generating thoughts. Now it's about what's the quality of those thoughts. You're doing stuff each day. What's the direction of what you're doing? You're feeling a certain way each day. Is that by choice or by reaction? That's... The path of conscious development, that's the path of maturity. That's the path that everyone discovers at some point. When the real breakthrough happens for most people, it's the breakthrough that they've been under a spell. That whether it's they cast it themselves, like their own bad thinking and negative thinking about themselves, or they get a new perspective about themselves, their lives, their opportunities that makes them question where they've been and it starts a new journey. That's a little bit of what's happening for the character in Life's Golden Ticket. And so I just say, observe where are you being minimized and allowing yourself to be minimized. Who is just down your neck all the time telling you negative things? Is it yourself? Is it other people? And despite all of that, now as a conscious, mature person, motivated, fired up, living the charge life, my question to you is, who do you want to be now? Maybe you just got through the divorce. Maybe the kids just left the house. Maybe you got this new opportunity. Who do you want to be now? Maybe you got fired from the last job. Great, you got the new one. Who are you there? Because we have a moment every single day to wake up and choose. Who am I literally going to be today? What are my traits? What are my character? What's my virtues? What's my strengths? And the ability to amplify the best of ourselves each and every single day, that's moments of redemption. That's second chances. That's starting anew when that buzzer goes off in the morning. That's life's golden ticket. Number two, identify and maximize your strengths, but develop skill. You know, there's this big movement about, you know, uh, just focusing on your strengths. And like everything else, you know, that happens in our culture and in the world, there tends to be trends They're trends to be times in which people just buck the old way and a new paradigm exhibits itself and the problem is when the new paradigm is discovered lots of people become very ignorant in their research and they forget the history they forget the research and they throw out the baby with the bathwater as they say and nothing happened more than in the strengths movement the strengths movement is great it basically said hey forget about your weaknesses Focus on your strengths because you're happier there and you'll contribute better there and you will collaborate better there. And so like everything else, especially in the corporate America, what ended up happening is, you know, uh, all these strengths-based programs came out. They rolled out all these new psychology personality tests. They reorganized companies and teams all around strengths. And what did they find out? Oops, we didn't actually make a marked change in the growth of the company. Some people felt better, some people didn't. But over an enduring period of time, it wasn't the secret silver bullet that everyone thought it was. Why? Because strengths are great. We should know them, we should be aware of them. We should, though, not play life to our strengths, we should play life to our purpose. And sometimes, in order to reach that purpose, we have to develop beyond our strengths. We have to fix and shore up our weaknesses. And so what I tell people all the time is, hey, you know what? It's not about just uh, you know following your passion. Just bring your passion to everything you're doing, but realize there's a purpose. There's something you're after. There's a higher outcome, a higher ambition, a higher change. In order to get there, focus on developing skill sets. You know, when I came into my this work, what I do now as an expert, a thought leader in this industry, what we just called the thought leader industry or the experts industry, to become an author and a speaker and a coach, an online trainer, a, a social media thought leader, to do all of that, I had to learn all, I, I wasn't playing to my strengths. My strengths was, uh, uh, my vision was, I wanna help people improve their lives and achieve their goals. But I did not have the strengths to achieve that, I had the will. I had the desire, I had the dream. I had a dream, but I didn't have the strengths to make it happen. If I just played to my strengths, I would have stayed in corporate America all the time because I was really great at project management and leading people. Those were great strengths. But I didn't have any strengths in communication at the mass level. I didn't have any strengths in video. I didn't have any strengths writing. I didn't have any strengths doing uh, websites and blogs. And I had no skill sets nor strengths to achieve what I've achieved today. And it's hard for people to imagine that. But in a world that just says, see, a world loves to give you, one of society's spell is, hey, you know what? Take the path of least resistance. That's society's spell. Do what everybody else is doing. It's easier that way. And in a world that always says, take the path of least resistance, you know what's really popular? Play to your strengths. Just do what comes easy to you. That's where you're gonna have the most fun and and make the most impact anyway. And I say, no, 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 I, I think that's great, but I'm more interested, what's required of you? That's where we enter the realm of character development. Your vision, your ambition, your dream, your goal, what is required of you to get there? Develop it in yourself. Because a lot of people disqualified themselves. They said, well, I'm not like that. I don't have that strength. I best, I, you know, I best I better follow this advice. I, I don't have the strengths in that area. That my personality psychology test didn't say I'm good at that. So, I, I, you know, I better just, uh, you know, I better just play the route that I've been given. And a lot of people disqualify themselves because of the strengths conversation. I, again, want to emphasize the strengths thing is great. Absolutely know it. And amplify your strengths in whatever you're doing. But sometimes you've got five strengths over here but they're completely irrelevant to the purpose of the vision that you're moving towards. So if we just focus on those, we're off path. I say, what is required on the path? Summon that of yourself or go develop it in yourself. That is the way to apply the idea of strengths. And I also like to mention people, tell people like, look, the uh, big famous concept of it, a book that was popular for it was called The Strengths Finder. I like to tell people, you actually find and develop your strengths in service to a higher vision than you do by sitting around thinking, hmm, what am I already good at? Because you know what? Most people, what they're good at today is not sufficient to be able to reach that next level. Now, believe me, I recognize the irony that my first step was saying, observe where you are being minimized. You are not good enough. And here I am saying, it's not sufficient, but please listen to me. I'm saying, your skill sets, your strengths there, those weren't sufficient. And they're probably not. I'm always looking five years out in my life, and I'm saying, what am I have to develop in myself to be able to serve at the next higher level I've had ambition for? Have you asked that question? And if you have, do you have a curriculum to get you there? If not, you're just trying to rely on instincts. And most people's instincts in the moment is actually in a set of preconditioned beliefs and habits about themselves that is limited to past experience, meaning they're running a route they run along a lot of times. Sometimes we need to go beyond instinct because sometimes instinct, because it's a route we run so many times, instinct, while it can be really great if we're world-class at something, instinct can also be the impulse toward the path of least resistance. And I tell everybody, look, if the major challenges that you're facing in your life right now were handed to you from others, from the world, then you're not yet consciously designing your life because the biggest challenges that you have in your life should be ones you set for yourself. That's the path of the person who's in control of their life. That's the path of the high performer. The challenges we set for ourselves are above and beyond what the world throws at us. Not to say that there aren't times we don't get knocked off the game. Hey, look, you know I've had injuries. I've fallen. I've gotten hurt. I've broken up my body. I've had car accidents, ATV accidents, brain injuries. I've had bankruptcies. I've had highs. I've had lows. I'm no different than anybody listening to me. I never doubt that. We are on the same plane because there's only two stories in the human narrative. One is struggle and one is progress. And we all deal with both. But I share all this with you because if anything helped me ultimately break through, it was to say, huh, how have I really been viewing myself? I've been viewing myself in a way that's minimizing myself because what everyone else else is saying around me. I've been avoiding my weaknesses versus developing them on the path of purpose. I've been trying to maximize just my strengths, but that would leave me in one direction when I feel like... My ultimate service is a little beyond that. So design a curriculum for yourself to be stronger, to have those moments of starting anew, developing new strengths. If you need some inspiration there, go to lifesgoldenticket.com, get the book, get the courses. You won't know why until you read the book and until you walk through those four gates to lasting change. But once you understand the four gates you have to go through, I promise you achieving the next level will always be easier because it's always those gates. Third big idea for today's podcast. Focus each day as much on who you are being and the energy that you are sharing as what to do. Uh, You know, when I started working with with the higher level entrepreneurs. you know, And these are folks who earn 100 million or higher, to give you an idea. When I started playing at that level, when I started working with my first client who was a billionaire, uh, or my first client, uh, my trust me, my first client was not a billionaire. My first client was a hot mess. <laughs> and then I got a little more developed. Once I started working at that billionaire level, that Fortune 50 CEO level, that Olympic level, here's what I was surprised by as a high performance coach it was easy for me to help them improve their overall quality of life but also their relationships because they got so good at their strength they got so good at their skill set they got so good at being efficient and effective in their processes and in running their routes they became extremely efficient and they spent a stri- like a staggering amount of time each day on their projects their planning their to-do lists their teams their checklists and you know what fell by the wayside intention intention in that moment by moment now of who to be of who am i bringing into this moment you know, because, you know, sometimes, especially at that level, lots of things are falling apart all day long. I mean, it, look, it, it doesn't get easier the more you succeed at that level. It gets sometimes more convenient. That gets You get more support. But trust me, more things, the more balls you have in the air, inevitably, the more are going to fall. And what happens for extremely successful people is it gets about juggling those balls. And then what happens is they're juggling. They forget who the juggler is the character they are demonstrating to the world, the energy they're bringing to the show. And soon, the vitality of it all goes away. Because look, if you're spending an hour a day planning and projects, meetings, then it's two hours, then it's three, then it's five, then it's five. It's very easy to forget, who are you really? Who who do you want to demonstrate? yourself to be. So if you've ever been to High Performance Academy, I hope one day you'll attend. If you have not, it's now, uh, in, in terms of its advanced protocol, its comprehensive and holistic approach to your life at the high performance level, it's hands down, the. it's not just my opinion, it's the number one personal professional development seminar in the country right now at that advanced comprehensive level that isn't just about, um, I could go on and on. I think Check it out. (laughs) One of the things we teach there, though, is how to operationalize some of these ideas about your identity. And one way to do that, simply, is just if you sat down and you wrote, like, what are the three words that define who I am? Like, the three words that are the best of who I am that I want to focus on amplifying each day and living into those words, living into who we know we can be, even if it's aspirational. See, you know, one of my words is bold. Now, when I first came out with that word to describe myself over a decade ago, trust me, I was not a bold person. I was almost the opposite. I was kind of a go with the flow guy. I was always in flow. I love spontaneity. As you know, this podcast, just like my YouTube show, it is 100% extemporaneous. I don't have notes in front of me right now. I'm not reading a teleprompter, a script. I'd never done that in my career. And that's one of the reasons our YouTube show exploded to the number one self-help show on YouTube. Why? Because people go there and they watch and they're like, this guy's just talking. They can see there's no script. There's no notes, I'm just going. Okay, someone asked me a question, I give them three points. I forced myself in the moment to pull from my vast experience in life and especially working with people who wanna change. And in that moment, I pull from that and I just answer. Here's three questions, here's three things to do, five things to do. And it's an adult talking to other adults on video and there's no cats, sex or sale. So (laughs) it's unique, it stood out, it did well. We're really blessed, 40 million views I think in the last year or whatever. So it was a phenomenal, um, phenomenal experience seeing that people really loved to see a person being spontaneously who they are. Why do I share that? Because that's what we all need to demonstrate a little bit more of. You know, a lot of people are so buttoned up, so restricted, so hunched over, so apologetic, so minimizing of themselves that they've never allowed themselves to actually be in the moment as themselves fully, to fully express their full range of humanity in a moment. That, that, that power of being fully present right now in the moment, but also intentional about it. Those two things are incredible. I love the work as an example of Eckhart Tolle and The Power of Now, I love that whole concept of mindfulness, of awareness, of conscious attention to the moment, that full immersion in the magic of this very blessed second. But I also think you've heard me talk about this, I hope, in the past that, look, a lot of people do that. They're fully immersed in the now, and so they're exploding in a conflict because these impulses are rising and they're with it. And they're just allowing and just being with everything that is. And sometimes, as you know, the people around you or the energy around you, it's not so good. And it's easy to get wrapped up in that. And I'm like, don't be fully in the now of that nonsense. Instead, bring also intention and attention to who you are being. Be fully right here, present, spontaneous, alive, alert, but also intentional as a human to demonstrate a certain quality of virtue or character So that you know in your life and in your mind that you are being the best of you. That you're bringing the best of you to the vital moment. That's the work of real personal change. Because that's the only place that real personal change happens. Everyone wants to give me the daily planner, Brendan. Give me the daily scheduler. Give me the 50 habits. But at the end of the day, you know what it comes back down to? Your ability to be an intentional in each vital moment because it is that intention in that moment that will steer you to implementing that habit, that will steer you to saying the thing that is kind and compassionate from the heart. One of the big journeys this character goes on in Life's Golden Ticket is he discovers how he has spoken to the woman he loves. He has through a series of sort of magical incidences, he's able to go back and see conversations that he's had with her and the impact it had on her and more importantly, why. And everyone who reads it always says, man, I really looked at my relationships and my career choices differently after Life's Golden Ticket because a lot of those choices that we've made have been just sort of unconscious." And if they're unconscious to us, then they're being implanted by society. So what is society aimed you to be in like? What is society or immediate let's say peer group, those that you serve, what are they what's their ambition for you? And is it the right one for you? Are the messages around you supporting you or diminishing you? And more importantly, are you allowing them to do either? I tell people all the time, lots of people are actually surrounded by a lot of positivity, but they don't allow that support in because they don't feel like they deserve it or they don't feel like it's their time. And so they keep minimizing themselves as much as society is doing it. Because ultimately, hey look, in any given moment, we can feel bad, embarrassed, rejected, shamed, hurt, that's that's just truth of emotions that well up. But over a period of time, if that's the reality, then the difficulty is to say that was a choice in some way because your intention didn't override it. See, my intentions override my emotions a lot of time. See, I, I might see something would happen. You know, like uh, someone might cut me off on the road. I, I could feel an immediate emotion of anger well up. But my intention is I'm a person who reacts to things Cool, calm, centered in the role model capacity. A person who is of a higher conscious wouldn't scream and flip the person off and get angry about a car, about a random moment on the the road, about a person doing something they probably either were completely oblivious of or didn't mean to do, or even if they did, so what? That has no impact on my next moment, my day my habits, my interactions, I'm not going to allow the world's interruptions or negativity to throw me off the intentional path that I've decided for myself. By the way, doesn't mean it doesn't happen. It just happens a lot less when you allow that choice, that conscious and mindful intention to say, hey, don't react like an idiot right now, (laughs) you know? And that's sometimes what perspective gives us. That's why we need to read stories. That's why we need to uh, engage with other people in personal development. It's just sometimes just perspective has so much power that when we read a story of a guy messing up his relationships, it makes us look at our relationships. When we read a story of a guy who's not living at his highest caliber and he recognizes it, and he finds a few breakthroughs we find a few breakthroughs it's the powerful story and parable it's the power of why we see things like the bible carry on for centuries why books like the alchemist from my great friend client and just uh, role model paulo Coelho, with the alchemist now the sixth or seventh most read book in the world and the longest running new york times bestseller the alchemist and i'll share with you that it's those stories that make us look at our life differently. So these can change your life. So if you haven't got Life's Golden Ticket, do me a favor, just do it. Go to lifesgoldenticket.com. I mean, look, for whatever it is, 10 bucks for the book on Amazon, I'm giving you literally thousands of dollars of training insights on personal change. So support that, support the podcast if you could. I would appreciate it. If not, I hope you enjoyed the session. Share this podcast with people. So be like, if you know anyone who's struggling with change or who you think maybe needed to hear this message and you just, you know, you struggle to deliver the same kind of messaging to them, uh, then share this link. Share my podcast with people. They can just send a podcast.brendan.com. That'll redirect them right to iTunes as an example, and they can just download these episodes. Obviously, these are free. So I love your support on that. I hope that you are having an amazing day. I hope that tomorrow when you wake up, you'll tune in again. I'm gonna do another one, yep, tomorrow. It's all part of the special series for Life's Golden Ticket. I hope you're enjoying these conversations about mastering change and moving on. Tomorrow, we're gonna talk about a very, very, very big topic. Today's was all about society's spell, which to me is really the big thing we have to overcome. The first big step to big change is realizing sometimes society's hypnotized us or we've hypnotized ourselves to play small. And we focus more on what we're doing than who we are being and we struggle through it. In tomorrow's session, we're actually gonna talk about a bigger picture of your life to understand how it's unfolded. Looking at your plot, your progress, some of the conflicts and some things that developed you and held you back is vital to your personal growth. So come on back tomorrow, download tomorrow's session. If you enjoyed this one, again, share it, like it, give me a shout out on Twitter or on Facebook mostly on Instagram and Facebook these days. I would love to hear your thoughts about this podcast. Until tomorrow, go out there every single day. Enjoy life. This is the charged life. It's a choice. And as always, live fully, love openly, and make your difference today. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the U.S., you can text me? And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey gang, it's Brendan. I'm gonna change gears real quick and talk about another show here on the Growth Day Podcast Network, Lori Harder. Her show is called Earn Your Happy. This is a monster podcast if you've never heard of it before. Earn Your Happy is all about Lori talking with people and sharing her own journey of being an entrepreneur and trying to find happiness in life. And I love her phrase, earn your happy. You know, if you've ever heard me tell my car accident story, I felt like at that moment I got life's golden ticket, that second chance. But I also felt like this this feeling that I had to earn it, to earn that second chance. So when I got to know Lori and she told me her show was called Earn Your Happy, I was like, ah, it's one of my favorite words in the English language, earn, to earn the gifts we've been given, to earn the life that we want, to work for it, to strive for it. I just love it. And Lori is like listening to her episodes. I told her the other day, I was like, it's kind of like listening to a best friend talk about, you know, their ambitions and what they're trying to do. And she's such a great interviewer as well, by the way, that I think you're gonna get new perspectives about life. You'll laugh a lot, you'll be motivated, and you'll learn from somebody who's out there actually doing the work, building a great business and life and family. Go subscribe to Lori Harder's podcast. It's called Earn Your Happy. You can subscribe anywhere you're listening, including right now on this platform. So please go subscribe to Lori Harder's Earn Your Happy podcast.